0: Hello, welcome to Positively Perfect, where we encourage all people
1: through a self-investigation, awareness, and acceptance to achieve their individual and most critical positive desires with your host, Akindale and Digibank
0: Let's get into the show. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about value and uh, axiology, which is uh, defined as the study of the nature of value and valuation and the kinds of things that are valuable. So, um, what do you what do you got? Because I know you, you have a little bit more um, you have a little bit more um, knowledge on axiology and philosophy in in general. Um, so, do you want to explain like um, axiology?
1: And are you going to give us a definition of axiology?
0: Oh, I just did. Have, um, oh, good, good. Yeah, it was no, the no, actually, no, it was good. defined study yeah. of the nature of value and valuation and of the kinds of things that are valuable.
1: Excellent. Yes. So, um, and of course, uh, beyond just the study of values is the actual values that we actually uh, employ or implement in our society or in the group, you know, uh, or within a people. And I think, um, I, I forget the author's name, I was trying to get that author's name. Uh, yeah. One of his books talked about the member to member and the member to uh, object values. And basically that the most societies or most people, you kind know, of tread between these two, the member to member or the member to object. Member to member meaning that uh, each individual is also valuing other individual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And member Mm -hmm. to object is that the individual values things or values, material, material wealth or material things. And so uh, member to object uh, focuses more on getting things, acquiring things. And uh, in this case, uh, it is very easy to um, to trample on others in order to get the things that we want. Although I do believe that there are pros and cons to to both of these, the member to member, I think the um, the pros for this would be you know uh, we, we we keep our older folks at home, for example, you know, or or we we keep the kids at home for as long as they need to be home. Um, it takes more people to raise that child, for example, the aunties, the extended family is more together. Mm -hmm. Uh, What people do matter to us more than what they actually have um, and who they are matters more to us. And so um, I think that's the pro for the member to object, depending if the object for example, is a um, is like a, a universal facts-based uh, truth. For example, uh, maybe or provable ideas. Uh, any any system that allows us to have fairness in the society, mm-hmm. you know, that allows us to use truth to arrive uh, at uh, conclusions. That could mm-hmm. be a good positive object that the society can can actually use. Um, In terms of the member to object, you know, so in this case, when we use universal truth and provable ideas, that could be very helpful for the entire society because that is a a part uh, of the object that can actually help break down any tribalism, for example, you know, or nationalism, um, because then we're using more fact-based you know, a, a little bit more scientific based uh, approach, you mm-hmm. know, to things. However, of course, uh, the, the, the contrary to this is that we can have this fact based idea mm-hmm. if it's contaminated, for example. It's manipulated in a way that is no longer fair, for example. So if we have this system uh, that, uh, that pits one person against the other, you know, or it becomes uh, more materialistic where we are now acquiring material wealth, you know, and we are racing for these limited resources and we're trying to hoard it as much as possible. So in that case, the member to object then really becomes very negative because then uh, what happens is that once people acquire all this trampling over people to get it, once they get it, and then you have a whole slew of people who are poor or, or don't have access. Then it's very difficult for those that have access to actually let go, because they will believe if the system is created in such a way that is a member-to-object in this extreme form, people will then believe that they worked so hard to get it, and they're going to be they're going to be less um, willing to let go of it, because they think that they've they've. Um, They've done everything that the society is expecting of them to do, even though it might might include trampling on other people, you know, and not being fair, or treating people unfairly or or pushing pushing them to the side so that they have no access to resources. But in their mind, they would have fulfilled all the roles that the society is expecting of them in order to be able to get this material wealth. In this case, in this extreme case, they may be less willing to give up some of their material wealth that they believe they've accumulated so that others in the same society may actually thrive. However, this is the result of extreme member-to-object type of value system, you know? Now in a member-to-member value system, that could also be bad because we could be so focused on people and and less focus on the infrastructure that keeps everybody together so that they can have what they need to survive the materials that they need to survive and that's the reason why often you find in uh, some tribal um, nations where they are very member to member oriented usually things fall apart around them you know either the infrastructure the building the political system the governmental seat, things are falling apart because they are not focused on things. They are more focused on people. So I really believe that there should be a balance between the member-to-member and the member-to-object. As long as it's based on truth, honesty, and really provable ideas, I think it will be so much easier you know, to have some balance. But it can be extreme on either side. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I think
0: about So it. each of those things are a societal framework.
1: Uh, what do you mean? Uh, you, you mean you mean that societies choose this?
0: Yeah, like it's um, it's like it's sort of like um, the overarching rule book, for lack of a better word, uh, for societies. You know, member to member versus a member to object.
1: Kind of, kind of, okay. yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think we just fall into one of those categories, you know, and of course, there's a spectrum to this, you know, so it's one end to the other, but finding some middle ground where sometimes you need to do member to member when you're focusing, sometimes you have to do member to object, for example, uh, you know, um, uh, like the government is, re- is is responsible for the infrastructure of society, for example, make sure all the roads are working, electricity is stable, you know communication is stable and so on that way people can actually move about and do what they need to do. However, we do need to have uh, you know uh, also parts of society that's focused on this member to member idea mm-hmm. or concept that way people people are not left behind. You know, we are, we are making sure that everybody is getting what they need, you know, and we we're, are and we're making people important, you know, and, and I think, um, but I think in each, in, in each case or so in each category, you know, whoever it is as in charge of member to object, for example, like government leaders or politicians who are in charge of making sure that we have the roads because their job for the most part, at least in the West, their job, the job of politicians, is to get whatever monies that we all put together, and put it to to good use to make sure we have the the um, medical facilities for the citizenry. We have the roads, we have the schools, we have uh, you know the um, the uh, uh, food, you know resources is there so that we can survive. And then the the rest of the people, the people in general, the population you know, then should still live in this member-to-member ideology. I think it's better for society. But once once we, um, we make things more important, you know, then we get into a different type of economic system. And so when you look at the West, and I think uh, the West has really been a cornerstone for, you know, real... Development in the world today, at mm-hmm. least in the last few hundred years, and is accelerated much because of science, you know. But because of this, also we are able to to acquire more. We can get more. We can have more properties and more things. And um, because of this, we are having more comfort, and we have this false hope, or false. Um, we have this delusional. Thinking that no, we actually deserve to have all of these things. You know, we should. You know, if we if we can have it, we should have it. You know, and I think there's an error there uh, because resources are limited. You know, and and it takes so much resources to to help each individual live their lifetime. So I think um, our system in the West, uh, as it moves towards more extreme form. You know, of capitalism, for example. Because capitalism, I think, gives gives us this uh, concept of um, uh, any anyone being able to actually achieve whatever they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, uh, and when we think about this achievement as infinite, you know, that you can just keep achieving and just keep achieving, you know, but it's impossible. We cannot all achieve. You know, uh, in this extreme way, I think um, it is very critical to understand this, and that's the reason why I think every time we achieve and we we have more than we need, mm-hmm. it is kind of likely that there's somebody out there that probably, as a result, will have a little bit less than they they need. So there's some there's some truth to that. Now, clearly, we don't want there are other ideologies also you know, that, that may uh, uh, take the extreme when it comes to this member to member or or curtailing member to object, for example, to say, no, you should have only so much to live because that's all you need, where now the government takes control of what we have. But I think there has to be some way that we have this dialogue and this um, communication about creating a balance between member to member and member to object uh, value systems.
0: Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So they, that, um, is it just because of the, they, it's just, it's the value that's placed on people versus things right
1: right right and 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 the value unfortunately the value that we place as a collective and also when we place Mm -hmm. value in this way we also um we also create systems you know we have we have governmental systems that actually focus on a particular value either value over people or value over things you know so um uh, our, our own Western world today, our capitalistic system, is designed for us to be business owners. Yeah, it's, it's designed this way. So as a business owner, you gain more. As a business owner, you you achieve more. As a business owner, you, you have an edge. Um, the laws are written in such a way that if you own a business and you're able to accumulate more, you're better off. Than, than if you if you don't have a business. And so um, it's pushing us in this way, in this direction, you know, where we don't, the minimum standard, you know, um, is, is loose so that there's no set minimum standard that way people don't have to be pushed to having to go get. And that's the reason why often in our society, when you find some um, homeless person, it is harder for somebody in a society when they fall to come back up. It's really difficult, especially when they fall below, um, you know, just a certain level. For example, if they don't have a home, um, they don't have um, means, you know, of of getting any monies. You know, um, they don't have a job. So these are things that can really get people right under. And many people often don't come out of it, you know, and then they're subject to the elements because we don't have the member-to-member value system high enough to have them have their aunties that they can go to or their cousins that they can stay with. So it's difficult.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um so you know the as I was doing research, you know for value is mostly what I was doing research for. Um uh there were a few things that kind of came up. Um instrumental value versus intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, the diminishing marginal utility, um, which were a few things that I thought were kind of interesting. Diminishing marginal utility um, just has to do with, uh, the example that I saw was that, you know, you're hungry, you're walking down the path, you see an apple, you get excited because there's an apple and you're hungry. So you eat the apple immediately, you know, you go and you see another apple you're like oh that's great you know you're as you keep walking um and so you eat that apple because you know it's you're it's a nice nice little snack you know you're not hungry you're not like starving anymore but like you're eating the apple and it's pretty good and then you run across another apple and you're like oh this is nice you know there's but you know you're not hungry anymore you're full so mm-hmm. you're going to keep the apple because you know you you save it for later and the more apples you run across. Um, the less value that valuable they become. Hmm. So, after a while, you know the it's like a it's like a diminishing. That's that's the diminishing marginal utility. Right. So if you're using it for utility, right. then after a certain point, it's going to become less valuable to you. So, right. um, uh, so that that concept I think kind of happens a lot with um a lot of a lot of different elements and little aspects of um, how we value things in the future. And I think that, you know, same thing for like money, if you, the more money you have, the less valuable money is to you, you know Um, I mean, the more you can do with money, obviously, but you know, the less valuable it is to you. Um, And so, you know, you will waste it, right. Just like you waste, you know, food or water, yeah. Because you have it, you know, you have a lot of it, you have an abundance of it. There's not really a scenario where you or I will be hungry mm-hmm. in the next and right. probably for the rest of our lives, you know. Right. Um, but that case is not the same case, same case for everyone else, right? Uh, so right. they value that thing at a higher, like a very, very high price. Uh, it's very valuable to them, you know, uh, food, you know, grain, water, like fresh drinking water. Uh, very high in value to them. Um, and so there's a, a couple of things, you know, the instrumental value is just with things that, uh, that get you something else, right? Mm-hmm. So money is instrumentally valuable because it, you can use money to buy food or mm-hmm. buy yeah. other things. Right? Um, right. And then there are uh, intrinsically mm-hmm. valuable things that in and of themselves, they are value but they're good you know Mm, um gotcha the love love the love of your family members Mm -hmm. the uh happiness happiness is uh, intrinsically valuable you're we're looking for the happiness um uh and as and you know as you're talking about um member to member versus member to object um I, I think that, you know, on, on some level, you know, capitalism and, and sort of the way that we're, we're sort of um, the West is wired, you know, uh, is in search of intrinsic, uh, sorry, not intrinsic, but instrumental valuable, instrumentally mm-hmm. valuable things, you know, uh, by an accumulation of wealth and or property or assets um, to then like to, to build yourself up and, and have ownership. Um, and I think maybe the ownership is supposed to be the intrinsic value, but on a, a lot of times ownership isn't enough for people to be, um, to be fulfilled, you know? Uh, and so, you know, the pursuit of the instrumental elements and the instrumental things in life are um a lot of times i think you know for a lot of people who are very successful um by way of you know member to object um I, I ideologies um you know find it very empty at the very top when they get to there because they they didn't have any sort of intrinsic thing that they were chasing at the very end of it you know right. so um, and I think a lot of times, you know, even with jobs or relationships or, you know, I think, you know, sometimes you're in a relationship because you just wanted to be in a relationship and you wanted to have sex with your partner or, you with that person, or you wanted to, you know, have somebody to like hang out with, you know, like go to the movies with or something, you know, but then, but the relationship itself was not necessarily the thing that you were looking for, the a connection with that one person so, you know, maybe so, so, you're looking so, for something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that person basically is like an object, yeah. uh, like, like an instrument to get you to something else. Right. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. To some pleasure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you could even say, you know, relationships with certain friends uh, are not necessarily good for its own sake.
1: Mm. You know,
0: some, some relationships with friends are good because of access or mm-hmm. monetary gain or, you know, um, because they are a good cook and you just like eating good food, <laughs> you know? So, All right. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting to to try to, to, try to kind of uh, delve into what we're actually, what we actually believe is valuable within our mm-hmm. own, uh, within our lo- own lives, you know? So,
1: well, I I love I love when you uh, talked about uh, the um, you know what we're trying to get uh, as instruments, you know mm-hmm. that we get we get it, it has this diminishing effect over time, mm-hmm. especially if we don't have anything intrinsic that we are seeking at the end of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so there's no bigger more. Um, valuable something that's just valuable for its own sake that we're right. trying to reach. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can see, I can see that, I can see that, and I think uh, that also uh, uh, kind of brings the the God concept into play, you know, because uh, so that whatever we are doing or acquiring, if we say we are doing this for the sake of something higher than we are, that's in of itself is intrinsically valuable, like a God mm-hmm. concept or something higher than we are. So mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to be able to have that. Otherwise uh, one would be just uh, materialistically driven, you know, just to get things. And and we'll, sure. we'll, t- we'll turn everything in our way, in our path into objects essentially, yeah. So even people become objects in that case, uh, in in a member to object um because we just view everything in front of us as object you know Mm -hmm. as as an instrument to get us to that next thing is this
0: an is this an argument for the god concept or something or or is that no as a as, as,
1: as an example as to why why i can see why you know doing that because often when when one doesn't have anything that's Intrinsically, in of itself, mm-hmm. valuable to its own self. You know, often, uh, especially if you, if you, uh, an agnostic, for example, mm-hmm. or if you, if you don't even know if you, if, if you believe, um, mm-hmm. often there's there's a feeling that that type of person may be uh, may be more dangerous because they are now only materialistically focused. It may not be the case. Because I think, I think one can still have, um, you know, a, a, a vision of more intrinsic valued thing, you know, as mm-hmm. processes or ideas that doesn't necessarily mean that they're believers, for example, you know, so they could have yeah. other ideas, yeah. you know, that could still get them there. But right. I think, well, but I was just saying that I can imagine, I can, I can understand how, you know, uh, as somebody who is a believer, would be a little apprehensive of somebody who is not a believer, mm-hmm. you know, got it. You say, you know, what, what is this self, you know, self-valued intrinsic thing that, that you're after, if it's mm-hmm. not just material wealth, if you don't, if you don't have um, God, right. for example,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a, maybe a variable that it's an um, right. un, 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 undeclared an undeclared variable for a person that mm. would seem as though there is no intrinsic value in terms of your movements in the world mm-hmm. and you are you would just be you know operating for operations sake
1: <laughs> like, like one is predetermined to just move here or there you know mm-hmm. uh, without any um without any real you know, valuable intent or purpose. Sure. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah it's fascinating. Um, yeah, and 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 I think and in fact, somebody was asking me um, a couple of days ago. She stopped by at uh, the restaurant to actually talk to me about. Um, you know, she's she's now getting involved in some uh, homeless homeless project or shelter or something you know that she's like the homeless um, garden project and no just some other organization that's helping the homeless uh, in it. in this area and so but she wanted to ask and you know to and she wanted to talk to me i thought it was interesting you know because i'm um, you know i'm a restaurateur by so uh, but anyway i i i sat down with her where, or we stood there together and we we talked and you know, I, I mentioned, I said, you know, our society is not set up in this way, you know, we don't have that type, we, we don't have any cultural norms in this way that's member to member that ties us together in this way that says, you know, if somebody falls through the cracks, for example, you know, um, they're on drugs and they, they're homeless you know, that this is where we we honor them or we, we take care of them, you know. And we don't have that for um, what we even have for our elderly. You know, it's when somebody gets old, you know, we have them, um, uh you know, some home that we send them to, mm-hmm. you know, where.
0: <laughs> like you know, a care facility? I,
1: like a care facility or assisted living or something right. that we send them to you know so our system is not set up for that and in fact we will pay insurance we buy insurance so that when we get old we can go to some assisted living environment knowing that our system is not member to member so our family members are not expected to take care of us mm-hmm. nor are we expected to take care of them yeah. you know so it's kind of um it's an interesting what do thing. So, you
0: What do you think the, you know, if you, you know, you're pulling back a little bit, right? To, to see that, that whole entire. Continuum. System. uh, Right. So like looking, try to look from a 30,000 foot view, like, where do you think, um, you know, in terms of the, the system and the, and, and how everything is organized at what point do you, do you feel like. This is the point that does not allow or is the, one of the key factors in having uh, elderly going into an uh, assisted living program
1: uh, oh, oh, oh you mean what what in our system makes it this way? Yeah. I think I think, um, I think um, our constitution does that, you know because uh, we have freedom of speech and freedom of expression, freedom okay. of movement. So in other words you know um a child once that child is of age that child can move and do whatever they want to do and that yeah. child has no obligation to to his or her parents or to the grandparents yeah. or to the great grandparents if they are alive so and and none of the family members have obligation to to the other you know if they are adults you know they have no obligation to this and our system is is designed that way you know so um And it also allows, um, so, so, and our constitution is, it's written into our, into our laws, you know? Um, yeah.
0: Do you think that that is, um, because, you know, because you are free to do whatever it is you want, do you think that, that, that freedom is the reason that we don't have strong family bonds?
1: Yes. For sure. Okay. Uh, that that and also um, our economic system, because our economic system is designed such a so that if you as an individual you can go find help somewhere else entirely. You can go to the mm-hmm. bank. You can go to whatever, get something started on your own and literally move away. You you can get a job and move away to somewhere else entirely in the country. You know. And have no more connection to your family completely. You know, uh, you know, rats do this. You know, when rats give birth to their young, after a little bit, uh, the young just scurries away. The mother goes away this way. The kid goes away this other way. Mm-hmm. You know, and every, they're all separate. Nobody has obligation to go back to 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 be together anymore. So I think um, our system is designed that way. Our constitution is that way. You know, uh, that that freedom of expression is really key to us. And that freedom mm-hmm. of speech, freedom of movement, is really important to us. It's so key. In fact, it's so fundi- foundational to us. It's almost more important than anything else. You know, um, we'll almost uh, we'll almost die, you know, rather than not have it. Which you we know? have. That, yeah, they, they, um, yeah, yeah, they, they, And that's the reason why we go to war sometimes because we want to make sure that no, we are going to keep our freedom. So now there's clearly some good to this. Because what it does, it allows it allows um, um, us to be able to have more, a free market of ideas, you know? So, you know, we can all put our ideas out, but as we move towards this, you know, we have all these ideas and we can talk about the ideas and, and sell our ideas to anybody within the society, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we begin to move more towards even more, more material stuff, you know? To the point where we become very extreme as I think we are moving towards this extreme you know capitalistic uh, way of thinking that as mm-hmm. we become more extreme we would also um, be more abusive to you know not just people now uh, and to even the resources you know we'll we'll, and we'll do whatever we can to get those resources you know um, yeah so it's 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 yeah okay
0: it's very strange uh so do you yeah i'm just like i'm I'm, you know i don't know i'm trying to think of you know how i believe uh what i believe about this particular topic and i and i don't know if i necessarily believe that that um that are like freedom to move about the country you know uh or speech or you know um is, is yeah of expression and uh I don't know if that necessarily is the main contributor to our our families not being together. Um because I think uh it's I think it's more cultural. Because I mean I would say I would venture to say that you know before the nineteen 20s right or you know in 1800s right like families were together like they were all together all right. the time you know right. i mean they went from one place to another i think that there is other other factors playing into this so that i think are more d- disruptive to the nuclear family um i think uh information is and and um and like acts because i think you know it it does two things right um i think information does two things i think it's it gives us um more connection with the outside world Mm um the the you know uh type what i can't remember the thing the uh did mono mono something? Forget I'm forgetting what the name of it is, but one of the first communications.
1: Oh I see. Are you talking about um yeah, I know what you mean. yeah whatever that thing is. Yeah. I can't remember it for some reason. Yeah. It escapes me right now,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh but that you know, that first communication meant that we could talk from, you know, here in America to China or wherever because of um, Morse code, right? That's the name of it. Moscow, so, like, exactly, yes. So you'll be through the way at Radio Waves, you'll be able to like pick up an inf- information based on this communication style, right? So then it just, you know, it just, uh, it gets more expansive from there, you know? And I think that the the more robust our communication systems become, the further out we can reach, the more accurately we can reach uh, each other. And then it does the, another thing, which is, it, it means that the more we can reach each all within our family, we, the more we can reach each other within our family. So, you know, you can be in a, in a job, everyone could be ha- at a job, even if they're living the same house, everyone's at their own job. And then, you know, everyone comes back later. Right. And we don't feel any, any real, kind of way about that. We don't, we're not like, Oh, well, I'm never going to be able to see this person again because I don't know where they are. They could be lost anywhere. Right. Because we have a way to communicate with them. So that's the elasticity within the, within the, you know, these nuclear families. So I think that some, on some level, yes, the, the, the band between people stretch and stretch Mm -hmm. to the point where they are no longer they don't pull back, anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but then there are, you know, communication systems where e- even if you stretch it from far away, they'll come back at a, at a certain point. And I think that mm-hmm. it's it's the it's how we use the communication system mm-hmm. that we have available with each other to maintain the relationships, and I think that that's culture based. I don't think it has anything to do with our thing. I think it's it's right now it's about you know, and and you can we can argue to say that it may be that, you know, it's the member to object aspect of it, or, you know, us needing to put career for first, or us needing to provide, uh, be a person, be a person that is providing, right? Like being, and that's singular, right? Like you're a provider of a household. Um, and having that individual aspect of it definitely ha- plays a part because, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be a shoemaker like your father was, you know, you don't have to be uh, a bricklayer uh, or, a, uh, you know, an insurance salesperson, right? Like you can, you can be whatever you want. Um, but I think that the, the nuclear family is uh, just different, is different than it, than it was before. I mean, there's a lot less communication and a lot um
1: yeah I th- I think also um, Yeah it's interesting I and I, I don't think the nuclear family was the original family uh, yeah I think uh, I think way before the tribe was a family right because yeah. and everybody was you know all the cousins and uncles and aunties and everybody everybody lived together you know mm-hmm. and they lived in smaller groups you know so and if they all pick up they all pick up together and, and move yeah, together you know totally. so and they are together all the time you know and right. and, and their togetherness actually um, was a security you know against yeah. any any um, you know invading animals or invading mm-hmm. groups or whatever else. so right. so so the the idea of a nuclear family so they needed the, the whole group together to mm-hmm. stay to stay to survive, right? To be safe. But as then as as they uh, they had more technology, you know, agriculture, all older yeah, technology. Right. Then they did right. not need to have this group be together that way. You know, they can all work in one place. You know, you take a little bit and you go to your family. Mm-hmm. Then they started moving more into what we call a nuclear family. But of course. Sure. Yeah. In this case, you can see the trend that the mm-hmm. moment we go from this bigger group and we go to a smaller group now right. and then we go to a, yet a smaller group and then mm-hmm. to the mother and, mother and father with the kids.
0: Yeah, know, of It's just,
1: it's, it's really, really and winning we're, and we're going towards where we are now, which is mm-hmm. just about the individual. And And so now the individual is not bad you know, it depends on what we, what we mean by the individual. You know, mm-hmm. if it's an individual within, society, within, within a society, within a social structure, you know, that's got some contract the way we live together, mm-hmm. you know, right. and we have, we have mutually benefiting things that we do for one another. But we can then take it, you know, to say, okay, we now go from this individual to, um, instead of every, you know, all individuals, We can go to some individuals. And so when you go to some individuals, that means that the rest of those that are not part of that some individual have to then disappear. And they become, and they disappear in the sense that they become either objects to be used uh, as a means to somewhat to something else, Mm -hmm. you know, to some other object or to some other material, you know, Mm -hmm. that people within this group that's called some individuals, those who count you know, mm-hmm. can then, you know, expand this other group, you know. And so we are moving towards that. And and then, um, but the moment we start doing this, you know, even the group that's on top at some point, you know, once, once they've expanded everybody else and there's no one else to abuse, then they have to abuse one another. And so there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's an element of um, self-annihilation Mm -hmm. that also is embedded in this, if you see what I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. because once we value objects more than member, eventually, I'm also a member. I'm also essentially less valuable, you know, so um, I, and we see it in like movies, you know, and stuff, you know, where, where, uh, you know, people are so powerful and whatever they're looking for that material wealth, and they want more of it Mm -hmm. is so important, you know, They'll get rid of anybody in their path, mm-hmm. you know. And, and but but the, what we see in the movies is not necessarily um, is not necessarily just a, a um, you know as some some fake stories. They're actually mm-hmm. representing what is actually happening in real life. You know mm-hmm. that we value things more than we value people. And so, and and this movement, it's towards self-annihilation as we're moving towards that. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's interesting, you know, but I think that there's a middle ground of some sort, because, Mm -hmm. you know, when we go to the extreme where everybody's all together, all banding together, moving together, you know, clearly there's some dictator in here that's forcing everybody to to be together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, there's some dictator there, you know, but on the other end too, you know where it's about a few people that then use everybody else as objects. There's some dictator here as well. Mm-hmm. So so it's finding it's finding the middle ground in between these two extremes. You know, so we know how to navigate. This.
0: Yeah, you know, I uh, I kind of uh, often go back to um, evolution in terms of. You know the our brains are sort of like wired to be in these groups in these tribes <laughs> that's sort of like what they're wired for right and so to be an individual will be i think that a lot of times i mean now i think more than ever really there's a lot of lone i mean you know pandemic has uh, something to do with this too but like a lot of lonely lo- loneliness a lot of depression um of people not being near anybody else you know and I mean, the majority of people in the world are, are, have tribal, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> code inside of their brain, right? So, uh, I mean, everybody in the world, really. So, you know, I, when we get to a certain point, I don't know if, if we will be able to get to the point of being so individualistic. I mean, we are mm, now, but, you know, it's like there may be, there may be a, um, a resistance line, you know, for like, when you get close to it, it's like, Oh man, I'm so depressed. Like there's nobody, you know, unless, you know, <laughs> we're, we're creating, you know, uh, fake people in a virtual world or something. And then, then you can be a, alone all you want. I mean, and have your own virtual friends to hang out with. Um, but you know, that's, that may be a, a, a ways off. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I think that, yeah, there's, there definitely is a, as a balance, you know, um, I think inherently we are all tribalistic in, in, in mentality and it's um, figuring out how to develop that tribe for yourself Um, because I, yeah, they're the nuclear family or, you know, even the family that we once understood before of having that that, you know, group of people, everyone, some of which are related to you, other people, like a of the other families that are kind of just meshed together in this, like one, you know, hodgepodge of a, of a little cult, co- a little, little cohesive, cohesive pack um, is uh, not what we're going to experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's just not really what we do, but we do, we also do do that in a particular way with friends that we choose to hang out with and right and that becomes our our sort of tribe
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um because you know you i mean when we're not in a pandemic you know we're we're typically going to the beach with people we're hanging out with people's friend houses we're going to birthday parties we're going to baby showers we're you know just meeting up with friends for coffee and this is your tribe like these are the people that you are are sort of that you kind of repeatedly connect with over and over again. This is your chosen tribe. And I think that that is sort of like, that's where, that's where we still, that's the resistance line, you know, for the individualist yeah. individual uh-huh. like moments is that the friendships are a pseudo tribe. So if you don't have your family, you know, like your like biological family that is completely intact, and you live with them, then, you know, you Will have other people that you consider, you know, uh, that for you to fill that role.
1: Yeah, I I I I agree that I think um, I think um, we are a social species, mm-hmm. so there is no way be, and it's very clear with what we talked about last week. Also, we talked about the fact that when you have a child, right, that child can survive. That child needs a mother for several years. You know, before mm-hmm. that child can go on on his own to do whatever he needs to do. So we are, we are a social species that way. And then our very old people, you know, once they get to a certain point, many actually would need other people to support them. So mm-hmm. we really cannot survive on our own, even though we have a good portion of our life that we are independent, or at least um, we try to be independent. But I mm-hmm. think you're right. We are dependent on one another. So mm-hmm. what we are doing when we do this extreme member-to-object type of value system is actually counter to who we are. Mm-hmm. And, and I think people struggle with that. you know? yeah. and, and, um, But in our system, for example, we, we give a lot of um, uh, recognition to people who actually acquire a lot. You know, we, we, yeah. we, we esteem them so much. And by so saying, we are saying people that achieve very little, you know, we, we don't recognize them quite as much. Yeah. But, but in a member-to-member society, the achievement of, of um, or awards or collecting material wealth is not what gets you the recognition, but to be a true social species and member you know where you're helping your fellow human beings you're doing the right thing you you've been there for them you know um you're being honest about um about your relationship with other people so i think that's a little different mm-hmm. you know uh the things that one values so i think um, yeah yeah it's it's pretty strange
0: yeah I, i'm i'm curious to think uh to see about you know In that, in a society where it's a member to member society, you know, you kind of touched on a little bit before, but the infrastructure and the, and the innovation of uh, furthering technologies diminish because that's not, that's not, it's no longer valued anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, uh, brainstem or brain cell research is not really a thing that people are going to be striving for if the if the main focus is to take care of your, your family and like, you know, be with your family and build the relationship with your family, then those things are going to fall by the wayside, which I think is, um, it's interesting because it's, there is, I think there's something that's prop that propagates a lot of, uh, our, our human. Ness. (laughs) And that is, um, and that is like rep like replication and like uh survival of the species. And so things that, that push that end tend to tend to, I feel like, kind of overshadow and like take over a lot of stuff on some level. On yeah. some level. Because I think that, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: interesting too, as you can see, um, and you can see where you find in poorer people, uh, when you don't have as much material, mm-hmm. you have more member-to-member uh, relationship because mm-hmm. then they depend on one another more, just by default, mm-hmm. and not because not not necessarily because they chose it. But just right. by default, they, they right. depend on, and so so the member to member is more valued, because right. they don't have the object, they don't have the material wealth. Mm-hmm. But I think, and you can see the reverse that when you have the material wealth, you know, there are less members, there are less people there, mm-hmm. because then yeah. the member to object is more valued than the member to member, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting, uh, you know, um, and that's reason why you know thousands of years ago. Before we had, uh, you know, as technology was so much, 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 much lower, you know, mm-hmm. there are more people in the group, you know, that so much less resources, you know, that they can tap mm-hmm. into and, and use. But as we, you know, as technology got better, we had more access to resources, you know, uh, we started diffusing the group, you know, we had smaller groups, you know. Mm-hmm. And then eventually become just nuclear family groups. You That's know, right. and yeah, uh, yeah. and then you know, and then now we have more individuals. And it's kind of interesting, you know. And and even if you think about the AI, mm-hmm. the AI is that next step of saying, okay, now I can disappear, where I'm now amongst, you know, I'll be in the world of nobody there. Because at least now in this world of individuals, at least we're still. We have other individuals in their own homes, other individuals on the street, other individuals, you know, so we Mm -hmm. still cross paths with them. But Mm -hmm. eventually, as we move towards AI, we now, we're going into extreme member to object. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or bad thing. I I don't have a a major judgment on this, actually, you Mm -hmm. know, because... Mm -hmm. You know, because there's there are always often two sides to the same, to two issues, you know. There's something good about it because we get our freedom, you know. And in a sense, it could be like uh, creating a utopia that, yeah. uh, that maybe uh, um, some people may think the creator should have created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where... Yeah where where uh, there's no um, imposition of people's wills you know and so now with ai we can go there we can create our own world so you know if we can and you mentioned in the past, you know, like if there's a way to take up all of your your daily needs you know going to the bathroom mm-hmm. eating all that stuff you, know, you can just literally live in this world you know yeah. you know and vr, everything is in done, VR even. Like, like yeah that virtual reality yeah, yeah you yeah, can just yeah. live in this world and you, and you create your own world, essentially, you know, and you, mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, if uh, you have a headache, if there's a way to, it just, everything's taken care of, you don't have to, you know, you're not thinking about any of this, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but so we're moving towards, and we are wanting to move towards, which is interesting too.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, I think that, you know, on some level, and we should, we have to wrap up here pretty soon, but, uh, on some wow. level, you know, that I think that, you know, i personally believe that that is where we're going and i think that it's not necessarily you know it's, it's about how we kind of manage while we're there i think that the the big part of this is that um you if you if all of your needs are met like you don't need to buy anything
1: right.
0: like you know you like or you know the things that you do by you know, you work for within the VR system, which is, which is what we're sort of programmed to do anyways, is to work for things. And then like, and then they become more valuable to you because you, Mm -hmm. you've put in some sort of effort, um, which is the same thing that we do on the outside of VR, but we will do the same exact thing. I believe on the inside of VR, you'll just do it in a different way. Um, and so in that, in these scenarios, I, I think that like, we will have sort of removed some of the human like the human elements of life you know in terms of like sustenance um uh safety mm-hmm. um you know uh you know like a lot of the a lot of the you know maslow's hot needs of hierarchy right a the, the lot right. of the, the very very They're top the, things the, or whatever right,
1: right? right.
0: Mm-hmm. so the so once that's taken care of then you will you will be in this world and you will probably be seeking, it'll be a different, it'll be a different currency. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're going to be, you're going to be creating a different currency and maybe even some of the cryptocurrencies we're doing now, but um, you will be working to either further, maybe your someone else's like, you know, world, like you're helping them build their world in some mm-hmm. way or you, and then they, they pay you something for it. They will trade you something for it or whatever it is. But I think that at a certain point you'll still want to have the connections with people because you'll still mm. do the same things like hanging out with people, going on you know uh, walks with people. but now you're going on the walks well, on walks with people on the face of the moon, looking at the yeah, earth right. or right, 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 on right, right. an asteroid right, exactly. or something you know totally um, totally. But I think that you'll people will always still want that connection with each other. It'll just be in a different form and I think that right. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so VR, essentially, or AI, you would essentially give us all that because all of the relationship that we have anyway is in our heads, you know, and so, and if we, if we can have that relationship and, and, and create and draw it out, you know, uh, you know, through this technology, then we have basically the same type of relationship that we would have normally um, with other people. But yeah. but again, uh, we sort of uh, disappear into this. You know, we 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 become um, um, we essentially sort of live forever. And we've talked about this, right? You know, where mm-hmm. where we're moving and shifting ourselves, you know, into this. Mm-hmm. And and what we're trying to do is we're trying to eliminate all the. Uh, contingent factors of our of our being, you know, the fact that we need to sustain this body, the fact that mm-hmm. we need to we're trying to eliminate all of that because that is the main reason why we needed that big tribe thousands of years ago anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because we, you know, something could bite us or eat us or fall on us or whatever, you know. Sure. But it, yeah. so we're trying to move away so we can eliminate this actual body and then mm-hmm. keep our mind.
0: I you know, I actually honestly think that interesting what we're what we're trying to do is we're trying to be more human
1: yeah. you you mean with pain with pain and anger no. and um, yeah also, all of, it. So, uh, all so, of it. so so, so it i mean i think that,
0: that i think that we're we're trying to be more human for longer so i think that you know huh. even if you were to get rid of your body you don't you know pain is is in the mind if you, right. if that part of your brain was destroyed, that feels pain, that makes you feel pain, you would never feel pain again. Right. You, you just never would feel it. Right. Um. If, you know, you anguish, if that part of your brain was gone, you would never feel, like nothing would affect you in a negative way, mm-hmm. right? Like you would always, everything will always be great, you know? Right. So, you know, so I think that like, you know, all these different things, all these different elements, you know, kind of help make us humans, but we don't necessarily need to have a body for them
1: because That's it's exactly. all exists
0: in the mind. Right. So,
1: yeah, right. However, I, when you're talking about, um, because I know we have to close out, when you're talking about uh, uh, the body, the reason why we feel pain is not for inconvenience. Yes. Yeah, to course. maintain the body. Right. Because, yeah. Because if we have, if we feel no pain, why bother have it? We should cut it off. It's, a, it's you're just dragging this thing around. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So I sure, think, sure. so, so I, I really think the pain is part of being this human. But I, that's the reason why I'm thinking that this individualistic, we're moving towards, we're trying to move away from pain as much as possible. We're trying to, and I think that's the reason why I think there's some self Annihilation going on. We're trying to eliminate ourselves, you know, even though we want, we'd like to keep our mind so we can keep the experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that may also th- speak to the fact that people are wishing for a heaven after or an afterlife, you know, mm-hmm. because we want to keep the experience. We just don't want the pain. We don't want the discomfort of this body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's I mean, kind of, it's I don't interesting. know. I, I, it's I
0: actually. I, I mean, me personally, I think that the pain of the, I mean, you know, this is speaking in terms of like becoming, going into VR or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, maintaining the pain makes the pleasure better. I think that like, it's, it's the, the, I mean, you yeah, can say yin and yang, but I think it's the, the opposing force of. No, of their being of, of pain, living. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of their being pain to like make the other aspect of it. Because then you could, you would know. I mean, because I, I don't think that I have a feeling that you know, if there would pain would not be, people wouldn't like be devoid of pain in the future. I think that it would be used much like uh, pleasure. Because if you only had pleasure all the time, you may get bored of this pleasure business you know and you what you yeah, may yeah. want something that's like a little bit more rugged right like and yeah. you know and it's like you fall down and like you know hit your elbow or something you're like ah oh, that hurts yeah. and you keep yeah. going or whatever you know but like i think that like having the pain is, is something that you'll probably still want yeah. as yeah. as a as a part of you and then it can be activated when it needs to be but then it makes the other thing f- better because yeah. You know it's fascinating of, uh, yeah, too yeah, so.
1: and, and, but, but I also think um, you know um, depend on what age one is you know as you're going as you, as you're feeling your body so, and you, you have different uh, thoughts about you know where we're we really moving to you know what would what would I want to eliminate if I can yeah. see what I'm saying but but when you're young your body is functioning uh, at a, at a, you know at a higher rate that you may not want to you know, say no I, I i want this body you know i i want this, yeah. you, know, sure. this you know what i mean but as you get yeah. older too you know somebody who's like 90 and just really yeah. may say you know no i want my mind get do something with this body
0: <laughs> you know what, yeah. what i mean like so but i mean so if I you think, had the yeah. if you had the body of the of a of a 20 year old right right then, I, you, then you would be yeah. yeah then you'd be fine i mean i think that like that's sort. That's what it is. I mean, it's. I mean, it's sure. It's relative for the age. But right. if you weren't constantly feeling pain all the time, if like your back wasn't always hurting, then you would. It would. You would be fine with like falling down and hurting your elbow. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Or like you know, like you know, jumping off of a you know, uh, off of a first story and landing on your you know, on your feet and like your knees are like ah, but then you, you know, a few minutes later you're fine. You know. Yeah um i know it's time for us
1: to um yeah. to wind it down so, but it's, it's very exciting uh, topic actually i find it fascinating
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um okay so uh to so have any final thoughts uh, actually i should i should check facebook to see if there's any questions um it looks like something uh, went wrong here i usually monitor this and i didn't but um Uh, but do you have any final thoughts?
1: I uh, know I, well, I mean, yes, I think, um, I think like many of the other topics that we've covered, mm-hmm. you know, we may want to do, um, like a round two on it, you know, sure, sure. because I, I find it fascinating. And, and as we're, as we're uncovering and kind of looking at all of this, you know, there's no one thing that's for sure. There's no, it there's, it's not black and white. You know that there, there are always multiple sides to all these issues that we talk about that's gonna allow us to be able to uh, move to our own self, mm. you know to our own individual self so we can we can be part of the whole so yeah, yeah, what about you? What are your final thoughts? Um,
0: yeah, I think that um i uh, yeah I think that the it's uh it's it's pretty interesting oh yeah the, that is this thing here yeah, i'm getting like a little flare here um i'm about to go into heaven just now see that's coming for me nice. um <laughs> uh i think that um it's uh you know in terms of like what is what we think is valuable right you know that's that's sort of what the i guess the the point of this conversation was um what we what we think is valuable i think it's you know it it's different for different people um and i think that um different for different societies and and cultures and you know in america i think that we uh place a lot of um material things on on value you know we we make things that are material a bit more valuable um and less on you know relationships and and uh, and a lot of these things. So um, yeah, I think uh, you know there's there is probably a way that we can start to uh, turn the tides a little bit um, on that. I think I think a, a big part of it is uh, is information. So um, having more people talking about it, um, and uh, just opening up your mind a little bit more to to what could be potentially more valuable to you than what you uh, currently believe. Um, So uh, at the end of uh, every episode, we always do the same thing. Um, And uh, what is one thing from this episode that you're grateful for?
1: I think I'm grateful to to realize or come to realize that uh, things mm-hmm. and black and white you know that there, yeah. there are nuances to things you know and I think mm-hmm. that's that's really key and it's really helping me yeah. also to to let go of some of my own um, my own dogmatic views you know and the more that mm-hmm. I talk about this the more that yeah. I I I let go of that I see that I've held to dogmas in 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 different contexts for so long too mm-hmm. you know so yeah. and, and so I'm happy about that I'm grateful yeah. for that. what about you
0: uh, I'm grateful for um, uh, just uh, you know helping to that this this show is sort of helping to um, fill in my my mindset and and shift my mindset towards uh, more acceptance and more um, wholeness and togetherness.
1: Okay. That's yeah.
0: excellent. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into our show. We really appreciate you hanging out with
1: us. I don't know if you know this or not. What's that? We do a live show every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Really? And if they want to get in on that action, maybe ask a question or something, Mm -hmm. they should make it onto our website at PositivelyPerfect.com for more information.
0: okay. You know what else they can do on the website? What else? They can watch the videos of our shows. Oh, that's good. That's right. If they wanted to put a face to the voice, we'll make it
1: really easy for them, you know? And if they want to follow us on socials, we've got them as well. We've got Facebook and Instagram at Mm -hmm. Positively Perfect. Don't
0: forget about Twitter at the Positively. Oh, yes. Uh, You know, I think that might be it for our socials. Anyways, thank you guys so much. See you next time. Bye.